Live from the Average Joe Nation studios in St. Clair, Missouri, this is the Average Joe Podcast, a show that proves that in this crazy world, a combination of common sense and a C-plus average is actually a superpower. Sure, he's crazy, but what if he's right? Please welcome your host, Damon Gilbert. And here we are, once again, my favorite part of the day, which was a little later today than it normally is, and I apologize for that, but I couldn't be helped, couldn't be helped. So, uh, I want to talk about something that I found that it, it's pretty interesting, and it's very frustrating is what it is, is I've got I've got people, and I and I met, I met several of them over the weekend at the event that I was at, and uh, um, you know, conversing with them about... Yeah, you know what you converse about. It's not just the weather. I mean, if you're going to be someplace for quite a while, you know, you say things that, uh, um, yeah, you talk about you talk about events, things like that. Let me tell you, the hardest thing to tell someone is something they don't want to hear. You ever notice that? You ever notice that? I mean, it can be. It doesn't matter what it's about. If they don't want, if they don't like what you're saying. And they, and it, it has nothing to do if you can prove it or whatever, or if you've got any kind of information to back it up. It really is regard. It, it doesn't even, it doesn't even enter into the picture. For instance, for instance, I, on my trip down there, I, I happened to read. It was on, um, oh, what was the name of it? Nutritionfacts.org. Yeah, that's what it was. That uh, uh, meat, be it be it uh, certified meat or or uh, wholesome meat or or whatever kind of meat it, it doesn't matter what kind of meat there they have found through studies that they've done just here recently they've found 33 different types of carcinogens uh, in the meat even if it's whole food meat you know something that's grain fed and that kind of thing it doesn't matter it doesn't matter now it's so bad that they're recommending now this is this is uh, uh, the medical field they're recommending that children uh, only eat it maybe five times per month, okay? And what you and what you will get is re, it was a return. As I was talking to a friend of mine at, at this event, uh, he didn't want to hear that. He said, "I don't care what they say," I, and, and that's probably bogus anyway, or more or less is what he was telling me. He said, "The last I heard, you know, one day it's you, they don't like eggs, the next day they do, and uh, you know, okay, fine, I fine because here's the reason." He says, "I like meat. I like bacon. I like steak. I like hamburgers." And I don't appreciate you saying that, okay? And I reject what you said. Even he wasn't being mean about it, but I mean, you could tell. You could tell by the conversation. Uh, in other words, I don't want to hear news that I don't know and I don't like. That's what that's what it is. I mean, if you breed, if you brought up, if you brought up just as an example, child trafficking, for instance, child abuse, the horrible things that humans, adult humans, do to children. What would you What would you get? You most people don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear it. I lie, 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 lie. Put their fingers in their ears, and they, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, even if it's true. I do not want to hear it. Okay, fine. How about uh, phone radiation? Radiation coming out of your iPhone? I ah, don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. Don't care. Can't be true, right? Because it doesn't work into my into my world that I'm that I've become accustomed to. So I don't want to hear it. Okay. Same thing with olive oil. I, I, I've heard for so many years that olive oil is good for you, and, and, and believe me, folks, and, and it doesn't matter what you want to do. You can you can eat all the olive oil you want. Point is, it's not good for you. 
It's 100% fat. It's not good for you. Uh, but no one wants to hear that. So we go, we get into, and where I'm going with this is when we start talking about NATO and Russia and Putin. Believe me, no one wants to hear this, especially now since we've moved on to the next thing. You ever noticed that? The United States is good at this. The, the mainstream media, they're not interested in what's going on uh, a week ago or two weeks ago or, God forbid, a month ago. I mean, when's the last time you heard anything about COVID, right? COVID? How about the bees dying? How about uh, the ozone layer being... Uh, no one cares. No one cares. How about, how about uh, Fukushima? Fukushima. The, the nuclear accident in, in Japan. No one cares. No one. They have People don't want to hear it. They, they don't want to hear it. What's the next new thing? That's, that's what this is all about. So when it comes to NATO, Russia, and Putin, uh, no, one, no one cares anymore. And they certainly don't want to hear about it. And they certainly don't want to hear anything that's positive about Putin. Right? They don't want to hear anything about him. He is evil. It's that simple. We hate this guy. He, he, he killed people. Um, that, that's what it's all about. I mean, it's like talking about Hitler. I, I was reading an article the other day. Uh, it was a lengthy article about about a uh, uh, investigation. Actually, it was it was a book about Hitler, and the poor guy that was writing it, he had to keep apologizing. And uh, I didn't read the book. I haven't read the book, but it was interesting because he had to apologize every so often, saying, "Hey, look, I'm not saying I like this guy, but." Did he ever do anything admirable? Did he ever do anything smart? Or did he have empathy for anyone? No, no one wants to talk. And the reason you'll never know is because no one wants to talk about Hitler. They don't. They don't. And same thing with Putin. We hate this guy. We hate him. We don't know anything about him. All we know is that he's evil. He's killed people. Uh, he gave that one guy plutonium uh, to kill him. He's part of the KGB. He's evil. We love that. And they don't know the first, most people don't know the first thing about this guy. It's the same thing. It's basically the same thing that happened to Gaddafi. Gaddafi, remember from Libya? The guy that dressed up in the robes and stayed in a tent out on the White House lawn. Yeah, he dressed up like Sergeant Pepper. He had that, had that colorful robe and stuff. You remember him. The people of Libya loved this guy. Loved him. He, they, they thought he was the greatest guy. He, he did more for that country than anyone else. But the mainstream media and all the people involved in government hated his guts. Okay, They hated him. They made him out to be evil. And what did we do? We ended up taking over Libya. And we, and we turned it from a first world uh, country into a hellhole. It, it, it really is. They destroyed that country. And you know Hillary Clinton's the one that did that. But anyway, do you see where I'm going with this? Gaddafi was a bad guy, but they used some of his idiosyncrasies and his little oddities, which in Libya probably were not that big of a deal. But to an American, this guy looked like a lunatic. Same thing here. Same thing here with, with Putin. I mean, look what they did with uh, Basa Assad in uh, um, Syria. We tried our best to make him out to be the madman, evil. He was crazy, right? We, 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 Rachel Maddow said this guy is certifiably evil. There's no two ways around it. He's an optometrist. Okay, his dad, uh, uh, Hafa, uh, Hafa Assad, that was his old man. Oh, he was even crazier. Oh, my God, we got to get rid of this guy. End of discussion. Oh, oh hey, uh, uh, Assad, what did he do? He gassed his own people, for God's sakes. 
Yeah. Aleppo, remember? Tried to sell that to us. And then Cy Hirsch from the uh, New York Times, or I, I think it was the New York Times, reporter, he came out and said, that never happened. They didn't do this. They actually trucked in bodies, laid them out, was all made up. Right? No, nobody wants to hear that. All we know is they're evil. We have to, we have to do away with them. Yeah. It's kind of like vaccines. You're either, you're either on one side or the other. Vaccines. You either love them or hate them. <laughs> it's it's no, there's no in between. There's no one that looks at it uh, through a, a through a uh, uh, I guess a sane eye and goes, well maybe there's some positive, maybe there's some negative. No, huh? you either love them or hate them. It's kind of like the Boston Red Sox. You either hate them or you love them. Yankees, same thing. So let's just get, let's get back to Putin. If you were Putin, you know, and and you find out that you got a bullseye on your back, your country has a bullseye on it. Now, at one point, he probably thought, hey, no more Soviet Union, right? No more Soviet Union. I think the West is going to leave us alone, right? You know, we, 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 we're, not, we're not a powerful uh, country anymore. We've got the uh, economy that's probably equal to Italy. We, we've got some nuclear weapons, that's true. But there's a lot of people around the world that have nuclear weapons. We're not trying to invade. We're not doing anything. We're, not, we're, we're just kind of chilling you know what i mean so you would he's saying to himself hey i, I think they're gonna leave me alone that's what i think <laughs> silly rabbit tricks are for kids right you couldn't have been more wrong you couldn't have been more wrong and it, it was stupid for him to believe that because if you look back through history this whole thing our views on the soviet union are pretty much based on stalin okay from world war ii I mean, uh, now Russia goes back to the to the third century. I mean, they've been around forever, but but Stalin's the one that really put it up with the Cold War and you know the space race and Kennedy and you know Brezhnev and the Cuban Missile Crisis. We had really we thought they were you know we felt that they were our enemies. They were our competitor. They wanted they would take over. Uh, our country, if they had a, a chance, which I mean, it may be valid. I'm sure they would have if they could have. I, I think it probably worked the other way too. I think Patton, uh, after World War II, said the same thing. He said, "We're going to fight them eventually. Why not do it now?" Yeah, because we need to do away with them, which is fine. Historically, it, it may have made sense then, but I, I think in the long run, it wasn't the right move, and I think we didn't do the right thing. Problem was, problem was. We, we promised them certain things. We gave them part of Europe is what we did. We gave them parts of Europe that were Russian to begin with. So suddenly here comes the Soviet Union, this, this huge behemoth. I mean, with, with natural resources like you can't believe and, and, and people and, and just all kinds of land masses. I mean, they actually, they actually represent 11 time zones. You believe that? 11 time zones. That's how big that country is. So we've got, we've got, uh, and, and, and here, you, and here along come, well, and we go back to Gorbachev. Okay. He, he made an agreement with NATO back when the, the Soviet Union split up and he, NATO has said, they said, we will not expand NATO at all. If you do this and see the Soviet Union, they tried to give credit to Reagan for that. And I, I tell you what, folks, that's really not true. If you get right down to it, he just happened to be in the right place at the right time. I'll tell you what took down the Soviet Union. It was it was uh, Chernobyl. <laughs> Chernobyl. I know that sounds weird, but Chernobyl actually 
created so much dissent among the people in in uh, in uh, Russia. You have no idea. If you ever get a chance to look into uh, into uh, 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 Chernobyl, you'll find out that was the biggest screw up. And Gorbachev said it himself. He said that was the be- that was the beginning of the end of uh, the Soviet Union. It really was. So, so what happened was Putin comes along. He takes the reins and he says, look, NATO will not be expanded. I'm not going to allow it. Okay. Ukraine will not be admitted to NATO. End of discussion. We're not going to do it. And by the way, I think today uh, Turkey, uh, I guess, rescinded their objections to Sweden and Finland becoming part of NATO. Sweden and Finland, good luck with that. Good luck with that. You've been neutral through what three wars, two wars, countless incursions. You've been you've been you've been the the the, the guy that was even <laughs> didn't want to get involved in. It. Wait until wait until they 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 uh, uh, pull Article Five on you and you have to step up to the plate with with uh, with people, you know, military and money. It, it, see how that works out for you. Be careful with that, Sweden and Finland. You may not want that like you think you do. So what we got here is 9th century Ukraine has been a part of Russia. Uh, you've got Kiev. That was the center of the universe. And most people don't even realize this. You know, I, I see these Ukraine flags on people's Facebook pages. And I'll say, Putin's a bad guy. Putin's a bad guy. You know, That's not true. You don't have a clue what's going on here. I, and again, I wanna, I'm, I'm going to do like the guy with Hitler. I'm not trying to apologize for this guy. I, I, I'm not trying to say I'm friends with him. I'm not, but you got to look at it from his standpoint. Yeah, it, and, and let me tell you, how do you know something's true? Well, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you how you know. It's when Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube censor it. That's when you know it's true. That's when it, only the truth is problematic. It really is. If it's fake, no one really cares. So why, why go out of your way to to censor it? That's the, that's your dead giveaway. If you get censored on online, it's it's probably true. Yeah, because what we've got here, what we've got here is a great reset. We've got the new world order wanting the world to become something completely different. And this is this is not this is not the new world order that George W. H. W. Bush was talking about in his thousand points of light. This is not it. This, this is not what they thought. This is not what the West thought. This this is completely different. This is a, a new world order. It's brought on by the BRICS. And what I mean by the BRICS is I mean uh, uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. This is a completely different setup. This is not what they were, they were, they were figuring on. So we've got a completely, a completely different set of rules going on right now. Completely st- a different direction we're going on. Okay, you've got Eastern Europe, you've got Europe trying to run the United States and, that, and, and the world as a whole. You know, it, it's crazy. And I'll tell you what, if I were president, and granted, if, if I was president, I would last about 15 minutes. They would get me out of there so quick and make your head spin. Because I, I wouldn't put up with this. I wouldn't. I would go to Putin and I'd say, look, man, I'm going to do, do the negotiation thing, like police negotiators. I'm going to sympathize with you. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say, Putin, I understand. Okay? What, after 9-11, who was the first one to call the U.S. to offer their help? It was, it was Russia. He said, hey, look, well, I, I know these guys. 
These, these guys are bastards, the ones that did this. They're from the Caucasus, okay? And, and I know who they are, and I know where they are, and they are evil people. Yeah, and that's where that's where this uh, 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 Nazi stuff comes from in Ukraine. It's the same thing. I mean, you're talking about you're talking about the Caucasus, and that's a it's a if you don't know, it's a it's a mountain range that separates basically Eastern Europe from from this area, and it's 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 Armenia, Georgia, Azerbaijan, and parts of southern Russia, and it's between the Black Sea and the Caspian Sea. And again, I would go back to the police, in, you know, the police negotiator. I'd say, look, 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 Vlad, Vlad, I, I, got a, I got a problem with you. I know your gripe. I understand. But that is the, the problem is, is that no one, they, they portray him as some kind of crazy guy. Uh, no one likes him. No one likes his kids. No one likes his wife. He's a he's a recluse. He's he's got dementia. He's got he's got uh, psychological problems. He's he's dying. He's he's they they make all this stuff up. And and the first thing I would do and, and that really it's not based on anything. You're trying to you're trying to weave a story here is what they're trying to do. They're trying to keep you hating this guy, right? And and, and apparently it's working because. Very few people that I know of look at it from the standpoint. It, it's kind of rare that you do because most people are falling for this. They think that this guy is the most evil person on the planet. Where if you don't know the history of this whole thing, you got no idea. You have no idea how to look at him. And, and again, not to be his friend. I don't want to be around him. You can't trust these people. You can't. But you can't trust people from the United States either in, these, in, in similar positions. You can't. But I can tell you what I would do. I would tell Vlad, said, tell you what, I'm going to get rid of Victoria Newland. That's what I'm going to do. She's the one who started this whole thing in 2014. She's the one that instigated the riots and the, and the coup, and that's how they got Ukraine on, on the map, is what they did. Victoria Newland, the Kagans, the Institute for the Study of War, and all the NGOs, the non-governmental organizations that pulled this off. Because I can tell you what, at the end of the day, these people don't care about any of this. They, they keep portraying this like somehow or other they are the only ones that care about Ukraine and we're here because he's such a bad guy. They don't give a rat's ass about that. They don't care at all. They don't care at all. They put this Borat-looking idiot, that's Zelensky, talking about an actor. This dude was pulled out of central casting to be, to be the guy. This is the guy that's supposed to be fighting against the Russians. I tell you what, they're not winning. They're not winning no, no matter what. Don't let anybody kid you. Don't let anybody kid you. Russia is winning this. They're getting exactly what they wanted. And the problem is, I'm afraid Europe is going to push them too far. That's what I'm really worried about. Because you got Kissinger out there. Kissinger. The, I mean, literally the most horrible person on the planet. He's the one that instigated everything. He's the one that started the Vietnam War. He's the one that got uh, was directly involved in, uh, in the Cold War. This guy... He's he's as evil as they come. If you want to talk about somebody evil, look in your own backyard. Henry Kissinger is 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 a spawn of Satan. He really is. And he's telling everybody, you what are you doing? Why are you doing this in Ukraine? Why are you doing this? You know, Kissinger's going, hey, we need to get out of there. This is going to be a nightmare. You're you're never. This is never going to work. You're never going to beat this guy. Now Kissinger, saying that. This is a guy that loves war. This is a guy that loves everything about it. Everything about power and manipulation and, and uh, uh, you know, all that. He loves it all. He's saying this is a mistake. Kissinger said that. 
Now, when Kissinger says that, that's like when you're drinking somewhere and a guy with a 10-year chips got in his pocket for Alcoholics Anonymous is going, hey, man, you may have a problem you need to lighten up a little bit. You probably ought to listen to him. So what they're going to do is I'm afraid they're going to push him too far. And the Newlands of the world and the Kagans of the world are going to be thrilled. They really will. They, along with the military-industrial complex, will make billions of dollars. Right? This is what this is all about. It's about being able to test our new toys on humans. That's what the, that's all it's about. And But the problem is we're going to end up pushing Putin too far. And I don't know where that's going to go. It, it's not pretty. It could be any number of things. Uh, I'm really kind of worried about it. But trying to get people to pay attention to this is like... <laughs> I, and again, I want to make sure I'm clear on this. I'm not saying I support Putin. I, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not saying it. But you have to look at it from a standpoint of what, what he believes, his perspective. You know, that's what you got to do. You got you to listen to other people. You got to listen to people, you know, like the Duran Report, maybe, or, or Scott Ritter. He's ex-military. I, I've listened to him. There's all kinds of people out there that have a completely different perspective on this. I mean, does this make sense? Does, does, does pushing Putin make sense? Why provoke him? And, and not only that, but why isn't, why isn't our State Department over there trying to negotiate this thing? Pushing Zelensky into a, a position where he has to talk to them. I'll tell you why. Because the United States, they're, they're loving this. Yeah, th that's why. And, and we're trying to make him out to be the bad guy. And I got news for you. When you put this in perspective, it, it's an inconvenient truth. You remember Gore and his inconvenient truth? Yeah. Well, I got news for you. The bad guy isn't the the bad guy isn't always the guy you think he is. Okay, and a lot of times your allies are your worst enemies. They really are, they really are. But again, no one wants to hear this story. No one wants to hear it. You know, you've got go back to Vietnam. Let's go back to Vietnam right quick. We we no one wanted to hear the VC's side of the story. No one did. No one wanted to hear North Vietnamese side. They didn't care. They were primitive people, they were stupid, uh, they were falling for communism, and we just need to blow them back into the, into the Stone Age, okay? McNamara said it. He, he said it best. He was, he was the one that wrote the book Fog of War. He said, uh, uh, you have to empathize with your enemy. You got to kind of know where they're coming from. You don't, you don't sympathize with them. You got to understand them. Okay, you have to understand them, understand why they're doing what they're doing, and that's how you, that's how you win or you negotiate a, a, a truce. It's, it's just the way it goes, you know. But no one's going to do it. No one's going to do it. Uh, there's that's not how it works. No one in Washington wants to hear that. There's a handful of people out there that are talking this way. Uh, it it kind of it kind of goes on to uh, it, it kind of runs along the same lines of. Uh, what was it uh, Bush said? If you're not for us, you're against us. And that's basically what it boils down to. Because if you if you would support this and, and bring this up and you were a congressman or a, a senator, they would they would just absolutely ostracize you. You would not have anything to do with anything. So you gotta walk a very, very thin and narrow line in order to to stay in this, to 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 be a part of the game. But no one wants to hear it. No one does. But I can tell you right now it's gonna get ugly. And the thing is, no one's paying attention right now. No one. No one. It's not even the mainstream media anymore. No one cares. No one cares. I mean, we still don't know anything about... Most people don't even know anything about World War II. Okay? It, it, even people in positions of power, they don't have a clue. They don't know how it started. 
They don't know who, how it was won. They, they don't know anything. I, as a matter of fact, I remember uh, um, my kids when they came home from school. My son was taking history at the time. I think it was him or my, well, it was either him or my daughter. And I looked through the history book. They had three pages on World War II. Three pages. Do you know how much, you know how much stuff has been written about World War II and, 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 and analyzed? I mean, we still have so we don't understand World War II. We don't know. Most people don't realize that Russia won World War II in Europe. They just did. Yeah, we came along and mopped things up later. But believe me, Russia is the one. When we invaded Normandy, Germany had already lost the war. Now, we did win the war in the, in the South Pacific. We did do that. We did beat Japan. There's no doubt about that. But most people don't realize that. It's the same thing here. No one knows how this works. No one knows anything about history other than you, the people I'm talking to. And, and, and you know. It's just the way it works. You talk to the average person you know, and they're not going to be able to tell you anything about any of the subjects I just talked about. All they know is evil, bad, we need him gone. That's it. That's it. Yeah, no, no perspective. And I'll tell you what, folks, it really pisses me off. It really does. It really does. I, I, I find it hard sometimes to watch any kind of uh, uh, reporting from uh, mainstream media. It just... I, I can't watch it without my blood pressure going through the roof because they, for instance, for instance, just as a for instance, on the front page of the Post-Dispatch today, I was visiting my parents this morning, and I saw on the front page, uh, it talked about this intern that was uh, uh, providing January 6th uh, testimony about uh, how crazy Trump was. That was on the front page, above the fold. Above the fold. That was the, that was the headline. And we're going to get into that in here in just a minute. I'm going to, you'll understand why I'm saying this because it's, it's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, that's all I got right now. And I've gone a little long, so we'll get right into the news as soon as possible. Uh, thank you for listening. All right. And I'll be right back. This is the Average Joe Podcast. Average Joe Podcast. Oh, and we are back now. I wanted to get into this because this is very interesting. This Cassidy Hutchinson, uh, she was doing testimony yesterday in front of the January 6th uh, I guess, uh, hearing, which by the way, folks, that isn't, if you don't know this and, and your friends don't know this, be sure and mention it to them. This isn't a court case. This is nonsense. This is a group of politicians hunting someone down. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to convince the department of justice to bring charges against someone. Donald Trump is the main character in this. Okay. Miss Cassidy Hutchison, she comes out with testimony that says she heard third hand a phone call from her boss's uh, boss who said Trump grabbed the wheel in the limo trying to drive back to the January 6th uh, uh, insurrection. And he told he told the uh, Secret Service that he was the goddamn president and you need to do this. And he reached for the wheel and there was a scuffle or something. It was nonsense. OK, now. Going back to that, do you remember uh, prior to the Iraq War? Do you remember Nahara Al-Sabad? Do you remember her? Young girl who gave testimony in front of a Congress about the incubator babies being thrown out of the incubators that uh, the uh, uh, Republican Guard. Remember that? Remember that? In Iraq. She was from Kuwait. And she'd, she'd stayed with her sister, and she wanted to help people, and she was so sweet, and she had little, she was black hair, and she was just so cute, and they had her testifying because she had seen with her own eyes that uh, Saddam Hussein's soldiers came in and grabbed the babies out of the incubators and threw them on the ground, and oh my God. And then, and then we went to war over that shit. That's basically what happened. Well, come to find out she was an actress. 
She was a she was the daughter of a, a diplomat from Iraq, uh, from Kuwait, I believe. Yeah, and she had been paid or or promised something to give this testimony, and it was tear jerking. Oh my God, we had tears in our eyes about these poor babies. Same thing here. This Cassidy Hutchinson goes up there and tells a story that she is made up. And what's funny is it it it, it collapsed in record time. Her testimony went down to shitter in in a matter in less than twenty four hours. Because the Secret Service people that were involved in this, that were there that day, in the car, are willing to testify under oath that that never happened. Okay? Now, this was this damning testimony that, the, I mean, Congress is supposed to be on two-week recess for the 4th. And what's Liz Cheney do? She brings them all back. Says, hey, you got to hear this shit. Come on in. We're going to burn this guy today. We're going to get him this time. I saw it. I saw it. Oh, my God. Twitter was on fire over this after this testimony. Oh, my God. Uh, Rob Reiner, um, uh, all, all, the, all the usual suspects. Oh, we've got him now. They, boy, this is it. And it's all, it was all lies. All lies. Not, not a single truth in it. And you got Secret Service guys who, believe me, these guys don't lie. All right. And they're willing, they're willing to testify under oath, which, by the way, no one's under oath. Okay. No one's under oath here. This is not a this is not a legal proceeding. What they're wanting to do is get an indictment so that they can they can they can then they can go to the next step, which is to take him out and have him charged with something. This has nothing to do with reality. It's all for show. It's circus. It's all it is. Oh, uh, let's see. Number two. End of row. End of row. V Wade. <laughs> Surprisingly. Well, not for me, but I, I, I didn't think this would happen. The Democrats thought that this was going to impact voter turnout, and it didn't. Not even close, okay? Because out in, uh, in Colorado, um, the, the Dems had hoped that this was going to turn, turn things around. Well, it didn't, because Lauren Borbert, she is a, a, a congressman out in, in Colorado, and she has been portrayed as the most far-right person in Congress. She is, she's, she's just the side of Nazis, okay? Yeah, that's the way the Democrats have been trying to portray her. And she was, they thought she was going to go down. We got her now. We're going to take her out. Well, guess what? She went 65 35 against this Corman guy. It wasn't even close. 65 to 35? That's like Corman shouldn't even showed up. And here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. It's all about turnout. Now, mark my words, this, is, this, this has a lot to do with everything. They were praying that this Roe v. Wade thing was going to bring the Democrats out of the woodwork. And it didn't. Bobert got more votes than her opponent and the first two Democrats that won on the other side. That's how many people came out to support her. So the, the, the Democrats are in a lot of trouble here. And this, I guarantee you, there is some, there is some gnashing of teeth going on today in, in the Democratic uh, Party. Because this, this is unprecedented. This is... This is this makes this gives you any idea, indication what's going to go on in November. It's not even, it's not even going to be close. Sixty-five to thirty-five. Oh my God. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> another another SCOTUS announcement was that uh, they ruled that uh, states can now prosecute crimes on Native American reservations. Okay, they have not been able to do that before. The state stayed clear of, of uh, American res or, uh, Native American reservations. SCOTUS said, yeah, you can do that if the victim is Native American, but the bad guy is not. Okay? And I think that's a good call. I do, because 
uh, criminals will run to reservations and wreak havoc on there and no one can prosecute them because the reservations don't have the resources to do that for the most part. That's why, that's why there's so many young girls who go missing from uh, Native American reservations and no one says a word about it. No one says a word about it. That, you have any idea how, how many girls go missing from these reservations? It's an epidemic because they're being picked up by people who, white people for the most part, are, are uh, uh, Hispanic, uh, people who are involved in, dra- in uh, uh, human trafficking. And they have they, they have no they have no one to answer to, they don't. So this makes it this this is a good deal. SCOTUS rules states can prosecute crimes on Native American reservations if the victim is Native American, but the but the bad guy's not. I think that's a great idea. I really do. Uh, we were talking about it earlier. NATO invited Sweden and Finland to become members of NATO uh, in in wake of the Russian uh, Ukraine war, which Russia will call you. They'll tell you it's a special military operation. Yeah, they call Korean. They call the Korean War a Korean conflict. So this is all. This is all just word salad, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Turkey lifted their objection to uh, Sweden and Finland coming into that. But I got news for you, Sweden and Finland. Better be really careful about that. You really should. You should really rethink this because they're going to expect a lot from you, and you're going and you're going to have to send your uh, young men and women possibly to their deaths over this as soon as there's if something comes up. Uh, and NATO needs to be protected. So we'll see how that goes for you. Uh, here's a great one. California law upheld. Now, this is upheld by a, a uh, appeals court in California. Again, another mi- of the many, many reasons I will never set foot in that damn t- that country or uh, state. It might as well be a country. Yeah. Uh, California law upheld requiring, now listen carefully on this because this is very important. They're requiring property owners to pay the first month's rent to tenants who are being evicted, okay? So say I'm a a big property owner out in California. I've got hundreds of hundreds of apartments. I need to evict this one idiot or him and his girlfriend because they they haven't paid in three months, okay? So they gotta go, they gotta go. So I file all the paperwork, go through the county, do the whole thing. Well, now all of a sudden, I have to pay their first month's rent at their next place. Does that make any sense to anybody? 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 Bueller? Bueller? Anybody hear that? Does that make sense to you? Because it doesn't to me. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. And it's one, again, of countless reasons I think California is completely out of its mind. They've lost all semblance of sanity. They really have. I've never heard of such a thing. You're taking advantage of me, and now I need to help you get back on your feet, even though you took advantage of me. So not only do I... Am I out the three to six months of rent that you haven't paid? I also got to pay your rent to another place. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And speaking of stupid, bookies right now have Biden in third place in the odds to win the 2024 election. (laughs) And I'd say that's too high. That's just my guess. Uh, Trump's number one. uh, DeSantis is number two. Biden's number three. And in a very distant fourth is Kamala Harris, who is like, 36 to 1 or something. So, and I, I think that's being generous. I really do. Uh, let's see. Number seven, Justice Breyer to retire on Thursday. And uh, so that's really not going to mean anything to anybody because oh, she's going to be, re- he's going to be replaced by Katanji Brown Jackson, who I, I'm not even sure how she got there. She happened to be the first black person woman that was walking by. Um, I guess 
out on the street and they grabbed her and said, hey, we're going to make you a Supreme Court judge. I, I guess. I don't know how this happened. But she's going to be a laughing stock. We've got, we've got laughing stocks everywhere anymore. Do you, have you noticed that? Have you noticed that? We've got laughing stocks everywhere. We've got Sotomayor, uh, who's a nitwit. K- uh, Kagan's a nitwit. Uh, you've got, you've got uh, the, uh, Jean-Pierre, the uh, press secretary, uh, who can't answer a, a question to save her life. And you had Pippi Longsto- Longstocking before her, who was always circling back. You've got those idiots. And, and, and then you got Kamala Harris. I, I mean, it just never ends. I, I don't know what these people are thinking. Unqualified completely. But they're female and they're black and we got to have them. So, whatever. Uh, oh, yeah. And speaking of getting back to the uh, Putin thing and, you know, NATO and all that, guess what the U.S. is doing? Under the Biden uh, uh, administration, they are establishing a new permanent base in Poland. Folks, that's all you need to know. They are hell bent on war, flat out war with Russia. That that's that's all they're and this is coming from a guy who got five deferments from Vietnam, okay, for asthma. Now, Biden got five deferments from from Vietnam for asthma. Yet he was able to be the quarterback of his college team. So these people don't know anything about war, they don't know how this works, they think it's a game of checkers or chess or stratego. They 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 don't care whether or not your kids or your relatives are killed in this thing. And they don't care about the ramifications. That so that's what's that's what's going on right now. This is one of the first moves that you can tell when you're putting a base, a new base in Poland, right? We we shut down countless bases in the United States uh, during the uh, the 90s to save money. We're going to start a new one in Poland now. And why do you think that is? That is because we're going to war with Russia at some point. That's what this is all about. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, and here's an interesting one. Now, whether or not you believe this, I don't know. Take it with a grain of salt. It's coming from a pretty reliable source. Trump is supposed to declare his 2024 run on the 4th of July this year. Okay? Now, this is what Roger Stone says. Now, Roger Stone's a good friend of his. Uh, a confidant. Somebody that worked for him, with him on his campaign. Uh, they've gone after Roger Stone. They've had him arrested. They've claimed he was involved in the insurrection. They've, they've, they've done everything to this guy. And he's coming out and saying he's going to declare on uh, 4th of July, uh, the 4th of July, which I would think would be classic. Personally, if I would, what I think he should have done, and, and this would have been if I was a, the president and I was in Trump's spot, I would have declared the day after Biden was inaugurated. That's what I would have done. But nonetheless... So we're 18 months late. That's fine. I think it'll be really interesting. We'll see if this all plays out. Oh, and getting back to Russia, this this last uh, story, I want to make sure you're aware of this because along with the new base in uh, Poland, uh, Russia is accusing Ukraine of preparing to stage chemical weapons uh, attacks, uh, false flags, and they're planning on killing civilians. They're planning on killing their own people. So this is the same thing that went on in, uh, uh, well, it actually went on in Iraq, it went on in Syria, and nine times out of ten, the, uh, the uh, chemical weapons, we sold them to them. Yeah, that's just the way it works. I guarantee, you'll find out later on, down the line, that's probably what happens here. They'll find out that these chemical weapons actually came from the United States. Even though it's against the Geneva Convention to even be making them, you will find out that these, are, these were ours. Yeah, so, anyway, that's all I got today. Uh, I'm... I uh, enjoyed this quite a bit, so I hope I I hope to help I hope I hope to get help get you kind of a perspective on what's going on, in, at least in my eyes. 
at least in my eyes, and to make you think. Maybe not believe everything you see. And uh, that's all I got today, and uh, I appreciate you listening. Again, it helps me with my therapy bills. And uh, you guys have a good day, or good evening, or good night. And as I end every every uh, broadcast with, it is June 29th, and Joe Biden is by far, without a shadow of a doubt, the worst president to ever occupy the White House. Let's go, Brandon. As always, thanks for listening to The Average Joe Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at www.averagejoenation.media and follow us on social media. Remember, if you haven't told all your friends, you're wrong.